next point. Don't smoke crack. Those famous words, of course, were uttered by Lawrence Taylor in the movie The Water Boy, and it's 100% apropos right now because I was in the Twitter sphere, and the Twitter rights are going crazy. Not with the loss of James Bradbury, but the fact that they think that the Giants can still win 11 games, even with the loss of a key cog and potentially a vital cog in the Wink system. And this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the Wink system. We're going to talk about replacements for James Bradbury. We're going to talk about the things that Giants can and potentially can do to fill that void because it's going to be a big void. That's what she said. Ah, the Wink system. And we did a video on this before is predicated on attacking, predicated on going after the quarterback, using that front seven to attack from multiple form and multiple disguises, multiple, multiple schemes. We've said it before. If you go back and look at Wink's career as a defense coordinator, he only had one guy that had like eight, excuse me, eight sacks one season. And then the rest of the guys were like five, three, two, two, one, 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 one. He always has like 18 guys that has a sack. Why? Because he disguises his schemes and he uses his secondary as a crutch, which allows him to get a little exotic in this attacking style defense. And that's what you need to do. And if you're in wing system, we've said it before. Now, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. The problem with blitzing all night is you need to have comfort with the guys behind you. And if you take a look at this roster, once we lost James Bradbury, actually, we didn't lose him. We got rid of him. But once he was left, we don't have a Marcus Peter Peters. Excuse me. We don't have a Marlon Humphreys. We don't have a Chuck Clark. We hell. We don't even have a Jimmy Smith. We don't have what's his name? Uh, Deshaun Elliott. We don't, we don't have that in our backfield right now. We have Xavier McKinney, who I think is going to be stellar. You, you have Julian Love with him as well, and you got Belton coming in. So you, your safety room is a, little, is a little laxed right now. You, know, you got three guys sitting there in a triangle waving at each other. So you have to be concerned about that. And then you have to go and look at the roster itself in reference to what we have in the cornerback position. I was not a big fan of taking... Uh, Sauce Gardner, I've said that before. I was a bigger fan of taking Stingley because I think Stingley, even outside the injuries, because he only played in 10 games in two seasons, had a more of an upside and more of a talent. I thought Gardner was kind of a mixture of DeAndre Baker slash Eli Apple, the way he plays with his hands. But did the Giants find a competent, or do they have a competent replacement for that CB2 position? And honestly, do we have a competent replacement in that CB1 position? And that's what we need to take a look at. First thing you want to take a look at is going to be a Dory Jackson. Adoree Jackson, of course, is going to slide into the CB1 position. He Did he play well last season in the beginning? No. But as the season progressed, you have to say that Adoree played better. And he played better as he got, came back from that ACL injury. Is he a modicum of consistency in reference to being on the field? I mean, you have to take a look at the fact that his first couple years in the, in the league, yeah, he was, you know, he played 16 games the first two seasons that he was in the league. And then he went from, uh, let's see, he played 16, then he was 11, 3, then 13. And he had 13 with Giants. He did have 62. He had 62 tackles with the Giants. Um, and he, I mean, so, you know, he started, like I said, I was happier the way he played later into the season because he was coming back and progressing from that ACL. So you have to hope that we gave him the money. We gave him what he needed, hopefully to feel comfortable being the CB one. Now we need to focus on who's going to be on the second side of him, the other side of him. And that's another thing that concerns me a little bit because the first thing that everyone's going to talk about is going to be 
Aaron Robinson. That's the first thing that everyone's going to, that's the first player that everyone mentions. You know, he's a UCF kid. I've mentioned it a million times before. We are, we are UCF alums in this house. Uh, so we, um, we, we, we followed his career. He's a guy that, of course, missed uh, most of training camp, if not all of training camp. With, wait, no, he missed Mason. He did miss all of training camp, what I'm saying. Uh, with the, um, uh, with the, with the uh, he had the abdominal injury. Uh, so he came, you know, so he came back and when he played, did he play extremely well? No, he played like a rookie, which is nothing wrong with that because that's what he was. He was a rookie. One of the things that I liked about him, they picked on him a couple times. And one of the things that I liked about him right off the bat was even though they picked on him a little bit and they completed 57% of his passes that were targeted against him. And he, for a combined 153, uh, 153 yards, he has 61 yards on the yak. He had two pass breakups and allowed one touchdown, but he always seemed to make the tackle. That's what I liked about him. He always seemed to make the tackle. And that's what, what the Giants had been an issue with their secondary previously, that you would add a lot of guys that they would make the catch and our guys would just whiff. And I like that about Aaron, that he makes the tackle. I would like to see him have a lower completion percentage. 57% is not great. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's also out of only 268 snaps. So I'd like to see a little bit more out of that. Then the next people person that people talk about immediately is uh, Rodarius Williams. People forget Rodarius Williams tore his ACL. And I believe he tore his ACL. I guess it was in the Dallas game. I think that was back in October. I mean, he's a six round. So you got a six rounder coming off a torn ACL who only played in five, I believe five games last year. So he's another guy that could he be a potential replacement? I I don't know. If you take a look at his stats, he did play in five games. He had four, he, 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 he had four receptions, or I should say for a four to four targets for a total of four receptions, 70 yards and a touchdown. He's also credited with one tackle and one missed tackle. And he's also a little bit older. He's 25 years old. So he, is he another guy that can come in and fill in right away? I doubt it. I think he's another guy that's going to have to be projected a little bit more into this thing. We have to see how he does in camp. And then you're going to take a look at, you know, people are then going to say, well, you know, we, we got Darnie Holmes. Darnie Holmes to me is more of a slot. He's had an up and down career with the Giants. So you have to look at that. He's never been consistent. Do I want him sitting there manning the outside? No, I, I don't feel comfortable with that yet. And then people will talk about uh, Flot. You know, we drafted this season. Again, you're going to ask. You're, I've said this a million times. One of the most difficult positions to play outside of quarterback is cornerback. So you are going to ask a guy that we just drafted this year to come in and be a stalwart on that defense in, on that, in that CB2 position. Could he do it? I really don't know yet, to be honest, because I, I don't know how he's going to play yet. Nobody does. We haven't even got these guys into rookie minicamp, which is this Friday. But so, I mean, I don't know how he's, he's going to play. I don't know what he's going to do. We have to just kind of wait and see. We said it last year the Giants were the team of ifs. Right now, the secondary is a team of ifs. You got Jaron Williams, the undrafted free agent, who's bounced up and down off the Giants practice squad. Is he going to be a guy? I don't know. (laughs) And like I said, for a defense that's going to heavily rely on its secondary, 
outside of Xavier McKinney, you got to be con- you got to be definitely concerned about the safeties positions. Julian Love, people forget Julian Love got benched last year as this as the safety. He got benched. He didn't come back till later in the season. He was playing in the slot. And then you got you got Belton. I don't know. I think I like Belton a lot. I like that I like that draft pick a lot. But again, you were going to ask a rookie to step in immediately to fill a void. I I mean, you I I think the Giants are going to have to figure out a way to scan the waiver wire. We won't make a trade, but scan the waiver wire to find a a consistent corner to find something that can and maybe be like I said, maybe it's a short term gap solution that will allow the Giants to, you know, to move through this year and look anew and look into depth wise and for cornerback position in 2023, either in the draft or in or in the uh, or in free agency. And I don't think they're going to spend any money. I don't think they're going to go out and spend them. I know people are talking about Jimmy Smith. And I, Jimmy Smith, to me, I thought Jimmy Smith was at least 300 years old because he seems like he's been in the league forever. Oh, he's 33. <laughs> he's 33. He's not. He's been in the league for 11 years. <laughs> he's not. All right. So he's not 300 years old. He knows the wing system. He's been part of it for a while, four seasons. He's going to be a part. He could be a part time guy. And if he wants to come in the cheap, I, I, I got I got no problem with that. I got no problem that whatsoever. I mean, do you want to take a look at someone like uh, Kevin King with the Packers? He's another guy that's he struggled mightily in the playoffs, but the dude's only 27. But the problem is he was the ninth best corner in reference to man coverage last year. So I don't think the Packers are going to give up on him. I think the Giants are going to have to try to scan something, find something, do something and find a replacement for James Bradbury by by committee. So maybe you do have to look at someone like Jimmy Smith who can come in and, you know, and who knows the system and knows what to do, work with these young guys, and we can find some type of stopgap so we can figure out exactly what we want to do with this secondary next season. And again, this is Tim on the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you're in that bike, then it means that'd be awesome.